our lives we raise. You are awesome in this place, mighty God. Oh yes, you are awesome in this place, mighty Hallelujah, I thank you, Jesus, Lord, your word. 
Red. 
seated. Just a little testimony. We, uh, we got on, out on the boat yesterday with some friends and uh, we got in on a storm and um, we knew we had we had no way to go back but just to cross that water and I'm not gonna lie it makes me nervous you know when we got between two storms and that's the Lord laid this on my heart to sing because he's the master of the wind and he guided us off that water yesterday just want to thank the Lord for that.
song. So wonderful to know the master of the wind. We had some pretty good storms come through over here yesterday and earlier in the day I'd moved a burn barrel to the middle of the backyard. I was burning some debris and uh, power had went out in the house for about five or six hours and I was walking into the bedroom. Blinds are down, couldn't see out and I guess lightning hit the burn barrel about 20 feet from the house and uh, it was the brightest color through the dark windows, the loudest thing I guess I've ever heard, but thankful it wasn't against the house where it hit against the house. Um, you know, any little thing, you know, I want to give God thanks for it because you never know what could happen. Amen. We'll go to the Lord in prayer at this time. I do have some requests to read this morning. Um, if you remember Brother Chris, or Chris Moreland, um, he threw his back out and he's just in a really, really good amount of pain. So if you remember Brother Chris, I know he would certainly appreciate it. Once your back goes, your whole body's just kind of not worth a whole lot. So let's just believe by the end of the service, Brother Chris will just be feeling much better. And if, if continue to remember Sister Naomi Allen's sister Donna, um, that the Lord will just touch her, that physical condition she's dealing with since that shot. And the Lord will also touch her heart, give her life to him. Ely Wagnon, um, not sure who that is. It was a, a prayer request sent in by Sister Grace, but the Lord certainly knows the need there. And um, Tori Parker, that's the daughter of a friend of Sister Shones, dealing with the, the kidney issues and the high blood pressure. We know God is more than able to take care of that. And we don't want to forget the different ones who've, you know, Brother Eugene's mama, Pally, and Sister Tia's mama, Doris. Lord will continue to be with them during their their times of trial right now. And Sister Erica Parker, um, we, we streamed the service last night up there at Brother Donnie's for the his dedication, and they had a prayer line after the service. And Brother Lance pushed Sister Erica through in a wheelchair, and you know that just that broke my heart. And then to see Brother Brother Donnie is just so broken because that's his baby girl. And he was just on his knees in front of her as they were just praying and crying out to the Lord. And you could just see the, the, the emotion on him. And I just can't even imagine what he's going through. I know our pastor said all this, but um, that just really put a burden on my heart for Sister Erica. But I believe God's more than able. And I believe there's a work being done. But if you could just continue to hold up Sister Erica, Brother Lance, Brother Donnie, Sister Carol, the whole family up there. We know God will take care of it. We know he's got it all in control. And, uh, Sister Marilyn, Sister Pearl, Sister Eugenia, Brother Ron Spencer, and as always our pastor, so thankful on the progress he's made just since his surgery on Monday. And it looks like he's recovering much quicker than they would have anticipated. And that's what we asked for. And it looks like that's what's happening. So once again, we thank the Lord for doing a miraculous work. Brother Wade, you come take us to the Lord in prayer this morning if you don't mind. Anybody have an unspoken prayer request? Amen. Good to have Brother Joe Reynolds with us this morning. He's just family to us here. Amen. Let us bow. The Heavenly Father, dear Lord Jesus, you are the master of the wind. You are in control of every situation that goes on in our lives, Lord God. 
You said you wouldn't put more on us than we can bear, Lord Jesus. And we're sitting on your word, Lord God. Your word can never fail. There was a lot of requests called out this morning, Lord Jesus. And Lord God, we're, we're not just praying for those requests. We're thanking you in advance, oh Lord God, because you're the master of the wind. You're the master of every plan, Lord Jesus. Everything is in your control, Lord God. And now, Lord God, we just ask for your perfect will in everything that is done today. Everything that is said, Lord God, we give you all the glory. We give you all the praises. Oh, you're worthy of it all, Lord Jesus. We thank you again, Lord Jesus, for all that you do and all that you're doing. Dear Lord, as Brother Joe would come out, Lord God, I pray, dear Lord, that you just hide him away again, Lord Jesus. Use him in a mighty way, Lord Jesus. Speak to those lips of clay, oh Lord God. Speak your word, Lord Jesus. And may your people accept everything that is said, oh God. And may they bring it to fruition, oh Lord God. May your word live through them, oh Lord Jesus. May people see you, Lord Jesus, when they see your people, Lord God. Because your Lord word is always true and always right. Oh Lord, we thank you. We give you glory. We give you praises. In Jesus' precious name, amen. your mission offering this morning at this sorry about that welcome holy spirit welcome holy spirit oh we are in your presence fill us with your power and live inside of
When I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he has done for me, my soul cries out, hallelujah, praise God. When I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he has done for me, my soul cries out, hallelujah, praise God for saving me. Oh yes, when I think of the goodness of Jesus. What he's done for me 
problem I just don't know what I do myself when I get to preach huh it's a but it's okay amen God's got everything in control you love the Lord this morning look to your neighbor say I love the Lord look what the Lord has done amen God bless you certainly a privilege to be here this this morning with you and my like a brother said it's uh just like a home to us, and I, I was thinking about it over there, and walking out in the fellowship hall, and my wife sitting out there, and I said, babe, we've been coming here a long time. My, all the memories, and a lot of waters went under the bridge, but hey, look around, we're still here, fighting the greatest battle ever fought. And time tarries. Brother Ray, we're going to step right out of this, this life known as mortality into immortality together, shouting the victory. I just think it's about time. My, I just look around and all the signs of the time and my, you know, you go to work. Brother Mike, you go to work and people begin to testify and, and tell you, say, man, look around. I had a guy and I didn't even know he's a Christian, a nominal Christian. He came to me the other day at a job and. He told me, he said, man, it's got to be close. I thought, my, 
The world's even testifying how close by the signs of the time. My, I'm ready to go home. You? Amen. Nobody knows like I know what God has done for me. God bless you. Can we just go to the Lord one more time before we go to his word? And If you've got a need upon your heart this morning, won't you just speak it to the Father? He's the master of the wind. Hallelujah. If you love the Lord, just pray in your own way. Lord Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for giving this opportunity, Lord, this side of glory, to come and worship you in spirit and in truth, Father. Lord, we pray, Lord God, this morning that you would come by and energize our spirits and send fresh manna from above and Lord, I pray, Lord God, that you do something special for each and every one of them that's came this morning or listening online, Lord God, that was something would be said to the edified, bless and lift them up. Give them exactly what they have need of this morning, Lord, is our prayer. We give you this time this morning, Lord. Commit everything into your hands, Lord. We care for to give you praise and honor. In Jesus Christ's name, amen, amen. Can you say praise the Lord? Lord. We'd like to invite you to Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 4. We'd like to minister this morning on a prophetic blessing. Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 4 and 5 says, Then the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou comest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee. And I ordered thee a prophet unto the nations. God bless you. You can have your seats this morning. Also, we realize that John tells us in the beginning was the word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the same was the beginning with God. And, and all things were made by Him, and without Him there was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and in life was the light of men. We realize His Word is His knowledge. Once God's Word is spoken, it's inevitable. It's impossible to avoid, and it's sure to happen. Between the time of the promise and the fulfillment of the promise, nothing in time, no situation, no mountains big enough, ain't a river wide enough or deep enough to keep it from coming to pass, not enough demons out of the pits of hell could ever prevent God's word from accomplishing whatever he said it would be. And and we realize even his word is prophetic and his word will never come back void. Heavens and earth will pass away, but my word shall never pass away, saith the Lord. It must, Brother Brown said, it must be fulfilled in its season. Nothing in time could prevent the fulfillment from coming to pass. Hallelujah. Can you say praise the Lord for that? And if life was a chess match... God can never and has never and will never be in checkmate. His knowledge is too great. Hallelujah. He's always 
a step ahead of the enemy. We as mortals are, 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 are finite. We can gain knowledge. We can, we can uh, you know, we can learn. We can understand more. And, you know, like the old saying, practice makes perfect. And as human, the more we do something, the, the, the smarter we get or the, uh, the better we get. But God's not like that. God is infinite. And being infinite, God can never grow in knowledge. And Brother Ben would say, we are finite, and he is infinite. He is omnipresent and omniscient. He's omnipotent. If he isn't, then he can't be God. See, he says he knows all things and all places because he's omnipresent. Omniscient makes him omnipresent because he knows everything that is going on. Hallelujah. Amen. No matter what's going on in your life this morning, God knows everything that's going on. Amen. He knows exactly where you are this morning. He knows exactly where you've been. His knowledge is so great. He's, his knowledge is beyond our comprehension. We can't comprehend the mind of God. Our thoughts are not His thoughts. His ways is not our ways. Amen. And then he go on. He says, if He's infinite, he knowed every flea, every fly, and every gnat. Everything that ever be on the earth, he knew it. For he's infinite. He's eternal, immortal. Bless God, he says, omnipotent. There's nothing that he doesn't know. That's the reason he could tell what the end would be. And he knowed the end from the beginning. And he says, this is where I got my fault. He says, what is prophetic? He says it's just his knowledge. So his knowledge can never grow. His knowledge can never get better. His knowledge can never get worse. His knowledge can never expire. His knowledge doesn't have an expiration date on it. Or he, he goes on, he says he's a chief attorney. He's the judge. And he speaks to his lawyers some of his wisdom. And he says that's what prophecy is. He can foretell it because he knows what's going to be. There is a God that we serve, not a God of history. Not like Buddhists, he said, and so forth. But a God that's omnipresent right now here this morning. In this tabernacle right now, the great Jehovah, he said, I am that I am. He's never failing. He's ever present. He's all-knowing. I'm talking about my God this morning. And he said that gives us courage to know no matter what goes on and goes. He said God makes everything. The clock is ticking just exactly on time. Sometimes we get weary and we get upset. He said we think, oh, it must be do this or do that. But remember... God's clock will be just exactly on time. All these things has to be that way. It's according, Brother Kevin, to his great knowledge. His foreknowledge. For by foreknowledge, he could predestinate. Not by desire, but by his knowledge. And this message, I would say this morning, the message that God has sent you and I this morning is a prophetic blessing. It's the very knowledge of God. Not Brother Brennan's opinions. 
Amen. But the message that God sent to you and I, the very message will give us exactly what we have need of to defile gravity and defile everything this world has to say about you and I. Amen. It's a prophetic message. It's the very knowledge of God that he could begin to preach to us things that are to be and future home and Christ is the mystery of God revealed and and no doubt he could begin to uh, uh, show us many times where he would lift the man of God up and begin to tell us something that was in the future. And he began to tell us uh, how he began to see a little boy and he was laying there and he was wrecked and he, he had a crock-like haircut and his little foot and you know, run through his sock and little limbs was broken and God, he, he, he began to speak in time what he was seeing in the future. And then he would, he began to say, now it's been two years now that's elapsed and and then it came to a time where Brother Branham was running right into the, from the time of the promise. Now it's a time of fulfillment. And listen to what Brother Branham says here. When all you wrote it in your Bibles, that it would happen, there it is. A situation is at hand. And he says, no matter how dead he is, no matter what anybody else says, it's over. It's got to come to pass. Are you thankful for it, friends? Amen. Nothing can keep the fulfillment from manifestation. He said, doesn't matter how dead he was, didn't matter how many demons are, are that, that lined up against him and the promises of God. Listen, friends, God can never be placed in checkmate. No matter where the Satan has positioned himself in this game of life, God can never be stopped. God's plan will always come to pass. And he said no matter how dead he was, no matter how, how the situation looks like, there's no way. He said he's got to come to back to life. He says, and there it is. Nothing can stop it. The situation is already under control. From the word to the fulfillment. And then Brother Ram would make a statement like this. He says, he says, when a blessing is pronounced, it might not happen right then, but it's got to happen. Why? Because it's just his knowledge. And his knowledge can never come back void. His knowledge can never be uh, outplayed. His knowledge, look, I can never get better. It can never get worse. What God thought of you in the beginning can never change. And then he would make a statement, hey, hey, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And I, before thou comest out of thy womb, I sanctified thee. And I ordained thee to be a prophet. There was nothing to keep this man forever coming to position of fulfillment. Because it was a prophetic blessing that was pronounced over this man. And nothing in time, Brother Brian, doesn't matter how, how life treated him. Didn't matter how big his mountains was. Didn't matter what situation he found himself in. Can we say amen to that this morning? 
Amen. We've all went through trials of life. We've went through some dark alleys in our life. We've been through some persecution. We've been through some famine. But at the end of the day, look around you. Here you are. Amen. Believe in the, the, this great message that God has sent the bride of Jesus Christ. Amen. This message. Listen, friends. This morning, God sent this prophetic blessing for you. Look to your neighbor and say, this message is for me. Come on, not everybody can see it. No, 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 not everybody can understand it. But you was ordained before the foundation of the world to see it and believe it, to embrace it and become it. And nothing can change what God seen in his mind before the foundation of the world. no matter where you've been your past can never change what God had in his mind hallelujah this morning thank God for his amazing grace how sweet the sound and then no matter how impossible it seems that it will not be when the time of the promise draws nigh the Bible says God will make the master of the wind. God will make things heap up to fit the prophetic promise. Brother Mike, you ain't going to have to do it. I'm not going to have to do it. Brother Daniel's not going to have to do it. But when it comes time, amen, for fulfillment, God begins to tie everything together. When Brother Branham, I know it's simple this morning, but when Brother Branham seen the little boy from Finland, everything that he seen, Brother Wade, in the vision, when God elevated a man of God to see in the future, the very thing that he was seeing began to, to manifest itself that day when he came to fulfillment. Nothing changed. Hallelujah. And he says nothing, but all of a sudden, every doubt. Even I believe one quote, brother, brother Wade, brother Brown said, I, I turned to walk away, and I couldn't. Why? It was time for fulfillment. Say, brother Joe, am I going to make it? I'm telling you, if you're a child of the king this morning, God will heap up everything. Everything will come in line. Everything will begin to manifest. It can't help himself. God can never be destroyed. God can say, God's word can never be stopped. And God will make these things heap up to fit his prophetic promise. Every wall can be tore down. And he goes on, it's already tore down. The Son of God goes before us. And his banners are waving. And there's nothing can stand in a way of a saint going to meet the promises of God. Death can't stop it. Hell can't stop it. The grave can't stop it. The devil can't stop it. Take that devil. We are. Say it with me. We are. More than conquerors. He goes before us as banners are waving. The very knowledge of God. And Satan cannot win. 
God went before us. He broke the seal of the tomb. He broke the seal of the death, the hell, and the grave. He broke it and triumphed over grave, the death, and hell, the tombs. And Brother Man would make this statement. He said, now, the message is, the message is, God goes before us. He's not in the tomb behind us. He's before us, making a way. Saints, our God is an on-time God. Our God is never late. Our God never fails. Our God is working. God is in our future. He's working in our future. Hallelujah. And living in our present. Do you believe that? What about a God? Before you even get there, Brother Luke, God's already there. Before you even travel the road that you're traveling on, our God is already there. Our God goes out before us. He said, this is the message. He goes before you. In other words, he's paving a way for your victory. Hallelujah. Let me read this quote. As we just built a little foundation this morning. He said, Brother Brown said, I was riding around up on some big bluffs down in Indiana. He said, it's not leveled out quite as well as Georgia is down here. So we was riding around some big river bluff and, and all at once my windshield just become wide. And I heard my wife say, Bill. And he began about five minutes later and he said, Brother Bosworth, he seen Brother Bosworth get off of the train was stricken down. They took him to a hospital and he said, Lord, he said, and the Lord said, pray for him right at once. And I pulled on the brakes and said, you don't mean you've been having a vision all this time. He said, you've been sitting there about 10 minutes driving around a bluff 100 feet below me like that. And I said, I said, I didn't know nothing about it. And all stopped. We got out and prayed for Brother Bosworth. And we went home. That was on a Saturday, on a Sunday night, about the same time, just before going to the tabernacle, the phone kept ringing. And so they went answering, and they said it was a long distance, the operator said. And, and Western Union closes about 6 o'clock, so they called me out, out of Louisville. He said, come to the phone. And I said, Reverend, Reverend Branham, uh, Brother Bosworth sends a telegram from South Africa and wants you to have prayer for him. And that was signed. Uh, by the president of the big association. So I said, lady, could you tell me what time that telegram left Africa? She said, oh, yeah, she told me when it left. And I went and got to the, the Pan America chart that I had. You know what? It was 24 hours from the time that Brother Bosworth started the telegram over here that the angel of the Lord beat it here 24 hours and told me to pray for Brother Bosworth. Hallelujah. Hey, but I say God is working in our future. Before Brother Bosworth ever said it, God already had a man of God praying in his behalf. I think we need to thank God for things we can't see. We praise God all the time for God, what God is doing for us. Amen. We can see it with our natural eyes. Oh, but I say, why don't we praise God for things we can't even see? Hallelujah. I'm telling you, we'd find this morning that the fingerprints of God is all over our future.
He's got his hands involved in everything we're doing. Hallelujah. And Brother Ben would say, he said, that's a love, that's love in contact, brother. Talk about a telephone. God's got to beat a, mile, a million miles. The angel of the Lord are count about them that fear him. Oh, how his marvelous works. The prophetic blessing, the angel of the Lord beat the telegram by 24 hours. I say we serve a powerful God. He's never late. He's working in our future. He's living in our present. We can't lose this battle, church. Hallelujah. He knows all things. His fingerprints, if we could take his fingerprints, his fingerprints is all over things we can't even see. He's holding back disasters. He's holding back things that would cause pain and agony. He's holding back. He's paving the way. Before you even get there. Just like when Balaam and Balak came against the children of God, God's fingerprints was all over it. And Brother Man would say, Balak and Balaam didn't recognize there was a shadow of the king in the camp. There was, a, there was already a smitten rock and a brazen serpent was already in effect. Hallelujah. Speaking in their behalf. Hallelujah. I say we serve a mighty God this morning. Do you believe it? First Corinthians tells us, Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trump shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and mortal must put on immortality. No wonder Paul would say, Oh, death, where is thy sting? Oh, grave, where is thy victory? For God said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I'll be with you. I'll be leading you. I'll be guiding you. The message is, I'm going to go before you. And men can forget you, but I can never forget you. of his hands how powerful is that this morning a God that can, can't forget he knows his knowledge is so great brother sister he knew exactly where he was at and he knew who would be preaching he knew who would be singing? He, he knew hey, hey, before the foundation of the world, when you was in sin, you was rocking in the world. Hey, ben, God knew exactly where he is at, and he knew exactly who would be in your path. He knew exactly who, who to place you under. He knew exactly his knowledge is so great. He's pre-planned this before the foundation of the world. He's working it out for your good. Hey, Ben, we get in a bad situation many times. We find ourselves falling short a lot of the times. Oh, Brother Wade, what is this? And just me and Brother Wade this morning, maybe. I say we all make mistakes. We all fall short. We fail God many times. But God's never failed us one time. 
He's an ever-present help in a time of trouble. Hallelujah. It's impossible for God to forget those that he had fellowship with before the foundation of the world. And nothing in time could ever change that. Hey, even Peter found himself denying Christ three times and lost his discipleship. You imagine what Peter felt like? Brother Mike, he banned on it. And when he heard, heard the noise that was already told him before this happens, you're going to deny me three times. And he walked away from that scene, discouraged, defeated, went home. And no, no doubt, Brother Kevin wondered, why in the world did I do that? I followed him. I was his disciple. I loved him. No doubt he, he lived discouraged those few days. But there came a time of fulfillment. When on the third day, Jesus is going to raise from the dead. And nothing could keep Jesus in the grave. There wasn't, nothing, there wasn't enough death clothes. There wasn't enough uh, uh, demons out of hell could hold the master. In the tomb. Because it was already spoken. Oh hallelujah. And no matter how long. Between the time it was spoken. To fulfillment. Amen. God ain't worried about time. He already seen it manifested. Before the foundation of the world. That's the knowledge of almighty God. And we find after he rose from the grave. Brother Brian. He walks down there. and He runs into a couple sisters. And. And he tells them, go get my disciples. Come on, somebody. What else did he tell them? Go get my disciples and Peter. He couldn't leave him out. Because his knowledge already seen him on a soapbox. Over in Acts 2. Hallelujah. Amen. They would have never went and told Peter because he lost his discipleship. But Jesus couldn't forget him. I say Jesus can't forget you either this morning. Go get my disciples and Peter. Hallelujah. Because he already seen him. Oh, hallelujah. We don't understand it. We can't see it. But I'm telling you, God already sees you. Breaking loose of gravity. Changing from mortal unto immortality. The scripture would have never said it. For the dead shall, shall raise incorruptible. And we shall be changed. God already sees you victorious. Things in time doesn't change what God thought of you before the foundation of the world. And before you ever came to your mountain, God already had something for it to be overcame by. He never sends you through a trial where he didn't say, Paul, my grace is sufficient. Paul, my grace is enough. Paul, my grace is strong enough. Paul, my grace is enough this morning. Maybe we say this morning, Lord, you got a lot of confidence in me. 
Brother Daniel put it on there the other day, you know. He, he's got so much metal in him. I, I say maybe God's got a lot of confidence in the man of God. Because he said, I wouldn't put on you that much that you couldn't bear and you couldn't overcome it. Before you ever come to the battle, God already went before you. And he placed enough barley. He placed enough strength. He placed enough food. He placed enough energy. Just when you was down to your last meal, there was no hope. God is so mindful. Amen. It ain't a coincidence that Elijah shows up at the widow woman's house. I say it's prophetic. At that very moment where he didn't have, she didn't have nothing else to eat, her kids were fixing to dry up and die, here comes the man of God, Elijah. Hallelujah. I say he's an on-time God. He's never failed you. Come on, somebody. Look at your neighbor and say, God has never failed me. I failed him many times, but he's never failed me. Hallelujah. So your trials, your mountains, your battles may seem too much. How I many has been there before? And the rest of you come on up to the altar and we'll pray over you. Huh? Our battles seem overwhelming. I'm talking about Holy Ghost, sealed believers. Battles seem unbearable at times looks impossible to ever overcome look like there there is no hope looks like there's no future but in those moments there's something begins to echo maybe you play a tape maybe brother Daniel comes and preaches a message maybe you have a sister begin to sing he's a master of the wind but God listen the fingerprints of God is all over your future. Are you here? We even believe he's God or not. How many believes he's God this morning? I'm telling you, God is prophetic and his fingerprints is all over your future. He's got his hands involved everything in your life. Come on, somebody. Even the battles, even the trials. It's just God. Brother Brown says, only God giving you an opportunity to have a victory. Come on. Can you go with me a few moments this morning? Every trial that we go through, every battle that we face, his fingerprints is all over it. Brother Wade, it will. Be a victory. If you go by the way of the grave, it will be a victory. Hallelujah. It may seem too much or impossible, but let us have confidence. Let us have confidence in our God this morning. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed. How many has ever used that scripture? How many has ever used that scripture? How many has faced some mountains in your life? Brother, can you put that up for me? 
That is the tallest mountain peak in the world. It sits at 29,029 feet. It's tall. It's massive. Sometimes our trials feel like that. Are you hearing me, Brother Wade? You're with me back there. Hey, man, sometimes we feel like we got a Mount Everest in our, in our lives. And, and sometimes in the moments, we forget about how big our God really is. Maybe I'm just preaching myself this morning. Hey, man, sometimes I forget about how powerful my God is. And he's our great creator. His knowledge is so great. He never misses the mark. He's always on time. And before there ever was a mountain, God was already working in your future. Knowing exactly how tall your mountain would be. Is that okay this morning? He knew uh, uh, what kind of conditions you would be in. But before you ever got into that condition, Paul would make, or God would make a statement to Paul and say, Paul, yeah, my grace is enough. My grace is enough in my weakness. Lord, help me this morning. When it seems to be impossible, when it seems to be too much. And then the scripture says, and, and be thou cast into the sea. So before there was a mountain, there was already a sea that was created to be casted in. Can you put up the next slide? That's the deepest part of the sea. It's called the Challenge Deep. It sits at 35,813 feet. I know I went to Black Rock High School Population about 800 people. And I ain't very smart, but that's pretty deep. Huh? But I also know, hey Ben, that this, it, it, there would be no mountain, brother. If we serve a God that's all-knowing, there would be no mountain in your life that grace couldn't cover it. When Mephibosheth came back, when he went down and got Mephibosheth out of Lodenbar and brought him back, and he set him under the king's table, his grace was enough. You couldn't see that he, he had fallen. You couldn't see that he had infirmity. I say God's grace is amazing this morning. Hallelujah. Now, if you would take that mountain, I, I know I went to Black Rock. And Georgians are a lot smarter than I can, I, I can tell you that. But if you take that mountain, you could set it right down. The next, next slide, please. You could set it down, and between the top of the peak and the top of grace is still a mile. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, a mountain ain't too big enough this morning. That God's grace can't swallow it up in victory. Before there was that mountain, God knew how tall that mountain would, and he made his grace enough. Amen. Hallelujah. Living, he loved me. Buried, he carried my sins far away. He took our sins of the people upon himself, and he climbed down to the lowest of 
and his sin offering and his sins of the people and he buried them. No more they can be remembered for they are gone. They are out of the eyes of God. They are paralyzed. Hallelujah. They are divorced. They are put away. God don't even remember them no more. The church ought to rejoice this morning. The church should rejoice this morning. Well, the church ought to rejoice this morning. Amen. Two, know that our sins will no more be remembered. Before there was a sin, God knew there would be a blood. Come on, somebody. Talk about a God. He's so prophetic. He knows every time a flea bats his eyes. He knows every flea. He knows every gnat. He knows every fly. He knows every grain of sand on the seashore. But there is a blood that is so powerful that God can take your sins, your mountain, and place them in the sea of God's forgetfulness. And they can never be remembered again. Paralyzed. I like this. They are put in the sea of God's forgetfulness into a grave beyond any resurrection. Brian, men can bring them back up. They are dead forever and forgotten about. There has never happened in the first place. God's knowledge, his prophetic blessing created the sea before your mountain. So no matter how big your mountain is this morning, God's grace is greater. Fact of the matter, Brother Brown says, we are disputing with a conquered enemy. He broke every veil. He goes before us. He broke every veil. He opened up the way. He broke the veil of sickness. He broke the veil of sin. And he broke the veil of weary. And he broke the veil of depressed. He broke every veil and made a highway for the wayfaring man walking up the king's highway. God's making a way. He's made a way. He broke every veil. And he makes a highway. He broke every veil. He scattered every devil. And the message is, he goes before us. He's making a way. Come and go with me. Come on, somebody. Walking up the king's highway. This highway can't be conquered. This highway can never be stopped. It's been paved by the blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. And the knowledge of Almighty God. Come on, somebody. If I don't want to make you shout this morning, we're walking up a highway made by the knowledge of God. Hallelujah. My. And the blood of Jesus Christ. I say we're going to make it. I say we're going to make it. That mountain ain't big enough. We're going to make it. Hallelujah. God's got it all in control. Everything we have need of. Listen, church, you might have to break through some veils yourself.
But everything we have need of is right here. We was having a storm back home a few weeks uh, now. It's been a few months ago. And they, uh, and, uh, I don't know if y'all have a good weather, man. We got a pretty good one in Hillbilly there in Arkansas. And he can tell by the trees and the rice fields and the wind blowing. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> He's a pretty good weather man. And he begins to tell us, you know, about four or five days prior, Brother Mike, he said, you better start preparing yourself. I can't remember what day, but we're going to use Friday. Good Friday. Prepare yourself. Because the conditions are going to be right for a supercell to be formed. So we had days notice. Everybody's preparing. and It was bad. I don't know if you heard, uh, uh, heard it out here, but you know, we had a lot of tornadoes, and it, it really got bad. Just pin where you was at. And they couldn't never pinpoint it, but they just said, be ready. Tornado warnings. And you know, in a supercell, I got he got the breaking down what a supercell is. And you know, as a preacher, I'm thinking, man, that's pretty good, you know. And you know, he says, you know, he said that storm begins to build and it gets to a place, and, and then a couple weeks later, he began to explain it even more. He says, I don't think it will break through that spear to, to get high enough to, to grab a hold of the energy it needs, the fuel it needs to become a supercell. And I thought, my, that's pretty good. And so I looked up the word supercell. It's a deep, persistent, rotating updraft. And he says, all you got to do is break through this spear and the energy is there. I thought, and then once it begins to grab the fuel, it begins to uh, have a deep persisting, not giving up. It's a deep persisting, rotating updraft. Amen, I got a thing of praise the Lord. And I, my mind went to the upper room and how there were some supercells there that began and went in as cowards and came back and Peter beginning to preach on a soapbox and with the courage of a lion. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it begins to, like I, I, my mind went back to a, a deep calling to a deep. And there's something inside of me calling. A supercell is destroying everything in its path that's underneath us. But it's also pulling us upward. Hallelujah. And my mind was going back to some of the things Brother Brown said. Nothing could prevent the fulfillment. Everything we have need of. The energy. God is paving the way. There's a king highway. Everything. We're, gonna have to, we're not going to have to come to church and work it up, church. Something's already within you. Amen. Everything we have need of, even the rapture is already within you. This is a prophetic blessing. A prophetic time. A prophetic message. That you recognize this word of God to be eagle food. You let that other thing. And you've been formed into the living image of a living God. You've heard from your theophany. Oh, it's connection with the supernatural power that's pulling us upward. 
When this body receives the spirit of God, the immortal life inside of you, it throws this body under subjection to God. Breakthrough by a supernatural pull. My theophany, I hear it calling me. It's a divine call that just can't be stopped. Come on, somebody. I don't want to know about you. Amen. There's no way to escape it. Come on, somebody. There's no way to escape this change. It's a deep calling to the deep. This body has not got a choice. That change is evident. Amen. It's inedible. It's going to happen. And then this supercell begins to form. And then it begins to wreak havoc on everything below it. It begins to change and push out everything. All of, all of the time, Brother Wade, it's getting higher and higher, higher and higher. Oh, I'm saying this morning, hey, Ben, this inedible. It's going to happen. Church, there's one day I'm going to be walking. I'm going to be changing the morning with a twinkling of an eye. It's inevitable. It's going to happen. I've already heard the call. Hey, but it's already echoing down in my heart. I'm not waiting on something to come. It's right here, living and rolling and raining. And God has paved a highway of victory. I shall be changed. Hallelujah. Church, we're not going to have to do it. He said, God's going to do it. He's going to make everything heap up. Oh, it looks like there's no way. Amen. Seasons are out. This world is falling apart. Religion is falling apart. Politics is falling apart. Here, there's no continuous city. Hey, but listen, this bride. Hey, but there shall be light about the evening time. She's going to be the voice of life to a dire generation. It's inedible. No way to escape it. This body has no choice. This prophetic supercell cannot be stopped. I, I'm not ashamed of it. I'm a supercell this morning. I'm not ashamed to tell you. I'm a child of the king. I'm not ashamed of my God. Amen. My God's got everything under him. Under his control, under his power, under his time, under his plan. Hallelujah. And nothing is going to prevent the fulfillment this morning. Do you love the Lord? If this earthly body be dissolved, we have one waiting. I say he's got everything in control. Before you even get there, God is working in your future and living in your present. Brother Mike, we can't lose. We can't lose. You've been fighting a battle? The sea's deeper. The sea's deeper. You've been going through a great trial? The sea is different. It's deeper. It's bigger. It's big enough. It's big enough. Come on, somebody. It's big enough. His grace is sufficient. We're going to make it. Don't quit now. You're almost there. 
Go ahead, break through the spear of unbelief and doubt. Don't look back to the tombs of unbelief and doubt. He's paved the way for victory. And say, let's walk up the king's highway. We're going home, church. We're going back where we belong. It's a promise. And between the promise and fulfillment, my God is faithful. My God's going to make sure that Joe Reynolds defies gravity. And listen, don't be weary. If I go by the way of the grave, there ain't no grave going to hold Joe Reynolds' dead body down. It's a promise. Burn me. Throw me in the sea. Bear me six foot under. When that time comes, God will make everything heap up. They ain't a grave deep enough. You can't burn me to ashes. That's great enough. Hey, but when that time comes, my, I know I built a foundation. We're going to get to the rest of it tonight. I really want to get ahead of myself. But I think I felt a good foundation for tonight, part two. But God's going to make sure that everything, like it looks like it might be to me and your finite minds, it might look, Brother Ray, a long ways off. But I'm telling you, God can begin to move. How many have experienced him like that? All of a sudden, look like there's no way. I don't know what's going on now, but I talked to Brother David Siler and testifying. I'll, I'll quit. He called me the other day pretty excited. Are we talking on the phone? And he got to tell me about sis, the sister, uh, Vicky. And that uh, he said, you know, she went here. It's been a couple weeks since I talked to him. But he told me that she went to the doctor, I guess, about a month or so ago. And they told her, yeah, you're too far gone. There's no way that, I mean, the blood that we're actually giving you now is not even uh, elevating your numbers at all. And it says we can keep giving them to you, but they're not doing you no good. And she, he said, you know, how defeated she might have felt walking out of that doctor's office. He said, Brother Joe, there came a service. I don't know if it was the next or the next service after that. I guess for two years. But Tidwell would carry her in and set her in the pew. When the service was over, she, he would literally pick her up and take her back to the vehicle. And she came up to the prayer line that night, and, and he said, Brother Joe, I just felt the Holy Spirit drop down. And, and he said, he, he said her, and the people, be, we begin to pray. And, and she went back to the doctor. And the next visit... And then I believe she got another blood transfusion and her numbers went up. First time in a long time. And he said, went back and her numbers went up. And, and then she went back and then, then she came and Sister Angie, she, they ran the bell saying they called her name by, out of the intercom that she didn't have to have a blood transfusion that day. And it was the first time in many years that she didn't have to have one. Come on, somebody. And he said, David, he said, he said, I was so excited when I came out that, that, that uh, one night after preaching and, and she got up out of her seat and brother, he, I went out the back door and I seen that he was already in his, brother Tidwell was already in his car waiting on her. She was fellowshipping. Walking anywhere. So brother, he said, you could park anywhere on the parking lot. She could walk to it. 
I say, I don't know what God is doing, but God is moving in her behalf. And he actually told me, he said, her numbers are just as normal as yours and mine. I say, I don't care if it's been three years. Until God is finished with you, you ain't going nowhere. Until God is done working in your behalf, you'll still be here. But God comes on the scene and begins to move everything and heaps up everything's working in our future. I'm telling you, if he could call and have Brother Branham pray for Brother Bosworth, before he ever knew it, before he ever sent the telegram, maybe before he even fell and got that sick, I say God is working in our future, living in our presence. We can't lose. We can't be defeated. Say, Brother Joe, you're just trying to encourage your people. Boy, bingo. You got it just right. We got enough people beating everybody down, beating this. And Hey, let's, let's say it like it is. Brother Brown said he's working in our future. He's heaping everything up in your behalf. Amen. He's already got the, the challenge deep there for you. The sea of God's forgiven His grace will cover anything that you may face in this journey. What a prophetic blessing. In closing, are you dreaming before you ever come to it? Listen, friends. Before you get up in the morning and put your clothes off and head to work, Brother Kevin, God's fingerprints are all over your day. I don't know about you. When I seen that, I said, man, I said, how blessed I am. You're a chosen generation. You're a royal priesthood. You're a peculiar class of people. You can never be forgotten. You can never be destroyed. You can never be stopped. You are not a second cousin. You are the bride of Jesus Christ. And you was a part of him before the foundation of the world. And nothing could ever change that prophetic blessing that God had of you before the foundation of the world. And because his full knowledge, he could predestinate you in such a time as this. Hallelujah. And I want to say, and Joe Reynolds. Go get my disciples. And nobody thought I could do it. Nobody thought I'd make a good Christian. Nobody thought I'd be preaching the gospel. Nobody thought you'd be sitting here. Nobody thought you'd make a deacon. Nobody thought you'd make a preacher. Nobody thought you'd be a prayer warrior. But here you are this morning. Come on, somebody. You are here this morning. Not to be seen, but to have fellowship with the Master. Hallelujah. And no matter what, it can't escape it. It's going to happen. Because we're walking up the King's highway. Hallelujah. Can we stand to our feet this morning? Hallelujah.
we just bow our hearts for a prayer this morning. Can we just thank the Lord just for a moment this morning for his fingerprints of mercy and his fingerprints of grace that has followed you all the days of your life. Hallelujah. When the doctor says that you weren't going to make it, but God seen you here. God, let a man of God look in and see, hey, you're going to have to go through a great trial, but you're going to make it. Here you are this morning. What is it? It's His grace. It's His fingerprints of mercy and His fingerprints of grace that's all over your life. Well, we just take a moment this morning and say, thank you, Lord, for your fingerprints of grace. When I was lost and undone, there was no hope. Your grace came looking for me. And maybe we could just thank him this morning for the unseen fingerprints in our life. All the things that the Lord has been doing for you for many years that you never gave him praise for it. That you never gave him glory for it. Maybe it will be a good opportunity this morning to say thank you Lord. Lord, I wouldn't even be where I am right now if it hadn't been for your love and mercy. I want to give you praise this morning, Lord, and thank you, Lord God, for the unseen fingerprints in my life, protecting me, guiding me, leading me, strengthening me, giving me exactly what I had need of when I had need of it the most. It's his mercy and grace that follows you. Everywhere you go, Lord Jesus, we thank you this morning. Lord, we're, we want to praise you this morning for the things, Lord, we can't even see with our natural eyes or hear with our natural ears. Lord, your fingerprints of grace and mercy that, that has protected my family, that has protected our church and has protected us, Lord, from danger. Lord, that, 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 that has dropped handfuls of mercy on purpose. I say your fingerprints is all over the blessings that's been falling. Men can't give us this kind of blessing. Churches can't give us this kind of blessing. Lord, we know you use those things, but it's you, Lord, this morning. Handing out mercy and grace, Lord, handfuls on purpose. Just when we need it the most. You're an on-time God. You never fail us. You're working in our future, living in our present. And we thank you this morning. And we praise you, Father, for all that you've done for us. From the platform to the back door. Lord, we're thanking you this morning. For the unseen fingerprints that's been laid in our lives. Lord, we thank you for our future, Lord. That you're working in our tomorrow. You're paving the way of victory. You're paving the way of escape. Help us, Father. In Jesus Christ's name, we give you the praise and honor.
In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wasn't it Brother Branham said? That fire truck came in there for Louisville. The chief got out with the axe and started paving the way. He made a way. The other chief just stood there and looked and told him to squirt a little water here and do this and that. But the master of the wind came down first. And he paved the way and he said, come on, boys. The road has been paved. Come and go with me to my father's house. There's blessings. There's peace that pass all understanding. There's joy unspeakable and full of glory. In conclusion this morning, remember this. No matter what you're going through or what you're facing, like we preached last time we was here, God will make this trial a blessing. He makes everything beautiful in His time. Hallelujah. And as prophetic as just His knowledge. And His knowledge can't be defeated. Hallelujah. So I say this morning, boo devil. Can you tell the devil, boo devil, I'm going to make it. Boo devil, I'm going to be delivered. Brother Bram said, if you would surrender your whole body to him, God will heal you. Just his word. He's already paved it out. His fingerprints is all over your healing. Hallelujah. God bless you this morning. That looks on walking up the King's Highway. Can we just pat our heads for a moment? Do you love the Lord? Thank oh. you this morning. Listen. If you're not walking, start while I'm talking. Walking up the King's Highway. There's joy in knowing with Him I'm going. Walking up the King's Highway. Oh, it's a highway to heaven. Oh, none can walk up there, but the pure in heart. It's a highway to heaven. Walking up the Oh, it's a highway.
certainly see the fingerprints of God over my life. I just hope that other people can see those same fingerprints on my life, that I live a good enough life that they can see that as well. Where would I be? I don't even want to think about it. Amen. It's been good to be in church this morning. Service back this evening at 430. Um, Just come expecting and believing, see what the Lord will do for us. Part two, he said. Man, let's try that. Key of F, wherever I go, I'll praise him. Wherever I go, I'll praise him whenever I can. Oh, I'll praise him for his love surrounds me like a sea. Well, I'll praise the name of Jesus. Lift up the name of my Jesus for the name of Jesus. Jesus lifted me, oh, wherever I go, oh, I'll praise him whenever I can, I'll praise him for his love surrounds me like a sea, I'll praise the name of Jesus, lift up the name of my Jesus, for the name of Jesus lifted me. Oh, wherever I go, I'll praise Him whenever I can. I'll praise Him for His love surrounds me like a sea. I'll praise the name of Jesus, lift up the name. For the name of Jesus lifted me. One more time. the name of Jesus lifted me. God bless you. You can be dismissed. Well, I'll praise him whenever I can. I'll praise him for his love surrounds me like a sea. I'll praise the name